Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Before we get started, let's get some business out of the way. Check this out. Uh, Working Class Bowhunter Podcast, always brought to you by Scent Crusher. Presented by. Presented by? Brought to you by? What's the difference? It's presented. Nah, Whatever. Well, let's just professionals. Okay. Well, let's just eliminate all that. Like scent crusher eliminates odors guys. They've got a whole line of products that will help you eliminate your odors during this deer season, whether it be the ozone go ozone go max. And for your, I mean, if you got a bigger vehicle SUV, you need this, the scent crusher tote bag, which I have my big ass clothes fit in here. Tote bag? Tote bag? Uh, wheel roller bag? bag. A roller bag? What did I say? A tote bag? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's like a little shoulder strap. Uh, dude, the closet <laughs> is what you need for them off seasons to store all your hunting clothes so your uh, significant other isn't always it's grabbing awesome. at you. Yep. It's like, I bought this house. Let me have this little space in my own house. So get that. Uh, check out the closet. <laughs> Scent Crusher. Always a plus. Get that stinky shit out of your life. HHA Sports. Single pin sights are the best thing that has ever happened to bow hunting. It'll clear up your sight picture. Look, you're making more accurate shots. I've killed two deer, and if I've killed two deer with an HHA, you can kill probably like 400 deer. So, uh, don't, I mean, <laughs> don't do as, that. as long as it's legal, I'm just saying don't do you that. have the ability to, you, you could potentially kill that many deer because you're shooting a single pin hhasports.com everything's basically made in wisconsin just like these cheese (laughs) these nasty ass cheese curds that are in front of me but thank you for the fan who uh, sent them in tony big shout out to tony big big shout out to big tony uh yeah you guys best cheese curds ever uh send uh send some meat down next time but uh he did already oh did he (laughs) (laughs) it's not not his fault that you suck at liking cheese (laughs) (laughs) i guess it is not his fault Thank you so much, Tony. Also, Elite Archery. The rituals have been putting work in. And, uh, hey, man, you slap our logo on something and it's money. And they've been coming through 
The Elite Ritual is shooting very nice. And if you're like, oh, I wish I had a more compact bow, boom, bitch. Ritual 30 <laughs> oh right there for your ass. Go to your local bow shop right now. They're going to be there. You can shoot them. And they're so easy to tune that if you want to be that guy to mid-November, make a bow switch, you can. The Ritual 30 is that tunable. So go ahead and check it out, EliteArchery.com. I don't know what else I That's need to tell you guys. the best Elite plug I've ever heard in my yeah. life. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's amazing. Keep going. Well, tell us a little bit about Big Time and why it's Dude, noteworthy this month especially. Big Time. Not only do you need to download that, that app, uh, you should have already planted some Buck Brunch food plots. They have the best food plots on the market plus if your state allows it um which i mean they probably don't allow 400 deer to get shot no. but uh if you want to bring deer to your property and you want to check out what's going on keep them do the 30 out six yeah. uh the mineral supplement it's it's unlike anything else that's out there these guys know how much protein deer need to get full potential they're not giving them anything they don't need and they're giving them everything they want so check out big tine Buy all the products that you can and download that app because this podcast, Working Class Bowhunter Podcast, is the spotlight of the month of November. So it's a very it's Ooh. it's a big honor for us to uh, every time you pull up that app, you're going to see us, and you can also scroll past us if you don't like us. I don't know why you're listening, <laughs> but you can check out other people like the Lindsay Way, um, the Virtue, the Virtue, mm-hmm. all these other guys, <clears throat> and uh, you know all our episodes are going to be on there are carbon tv episodes a couple will be all all of our um audio podcasts will be there on that big time app plus you can be able to buy you know any of the big time gear on there so check that out we're super thankful that they decided to do that we don't know why maybe joe just likes us I, i don't know but also quick uh big shout out this episode is also brought to you by loker taxidermy and uh i can't remember where loudon loader loudon yeah loudon loader loudon iowa i was there the other day i dropped off my buck it's uh if you're in davenport it's 20 miles west of like eldridge (laughs) i don't know how that makes sense but it's in iowa (laughs) all right uh julian's a great dude great taxidermist uh super passionate about deer and deer hunting and taxidermy so that's really cool um, so big, big shout out to him and uh, super thankful for how he helped yeah. us out. Um, our new carbon episodes up. It's called hunting memories. Check it out. Carbon TV.com. I uh, hope you guys like that. No guests. We just kind of talk about kind of the history of our bow hunting and uh, you got a veteran shout out or do you want to do it after the intro? Uh, let's do it after the intro. All right. Hope you guys keep it classic. Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Mutt from Bone Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like Working Class Bow Hunter. Hey, this is Jules McQueen, and you are listening to the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. It's really, really not that good. Good, 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 good,
It is episode number 254 of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. We are right here at 1600 Buckslayer Place, beautiful Buckatorium, lovely Sherrard, Illinois, for all you out-of-towners. It's Illinois. But uh, yeah, zip code undetermined, never going to remember it. I am Steve in the studio with Kurt. Hey. Uh, What's your house? (laughs) Tank intern Tank. Yep, I'm here. Hey, what's up, beautiful? Hi. And Papa Dave. (laughs) How you doing? How you doing? Oh, man, you got your hat backwards. You mean business. Dude, uh, you better watch your ass. He's going to beat the fuck out of you if you make a fast move. <laughs> he, he, yeah. Papa Dave's sitting next to Steve, so I'm uh, keeping a close eye. Yeah, Kurt, Kurt's monitoring the situation. Do you look like a fucking bouncer right now? Your arms are crossed. You're like, you're not relaxed, dude. You're worried about me and Papa Dave getting into fisticuffs right now. I would not have to worry about that. My dad would beat your ass. <laughs> Are you just patiently waiting? Then? He's worried about pulling out his phone fast enough. Yeah. To Hold on, don't want, Dad. Yeah, shit. Let me get it on sideways. World star. World yeah. star. You got a veteran shout out before we get going in the episode? Yeah. Let, let's get that. Uh, let's get that going here. Uh, hey, the vet shout out this week. Uh, I'm going to shout out an organization because we can do that. It's our podcast, and I feel like this organization. Um, is worth it. So Oath Inc. Uh, they are on Instagram. Just look up Oath Inc. Uh, these are the guys that got linked up with. Uh, there, there was a trade show down in Dallas, and uh, I apologize, I, I forgot the name, but like Philip Vanderpool got his head shaved, and Larry McCoy got his head shaved. Mm-hmm. Uh, these guys are basically out there, you know, just they love the outdoors, and they're an organization that's really trying to stop. Uh, you know, if you if you look at what they're about on Instagram, they're tired of burying brothers due to suicide. So they're one of the organizations that's um, trying to help uh, help all of our uh, vets that uh, go to war and come back and have you know deal with PTSD. And that uh, twenty two vets a day uh, number, they're trying to get that down to the number of zero. And unfortunately, we can't get any of those uh, those guys back. But moving forward. You know, let's let's make that number zero. Let's figure out how we got to do that. So go support O Think. Uh, those guys are out there doing some uh, some awesome stuff. Go give them some love on Instagram. And man, that's uh, that's the vet shout out this way, or the the military shout out, I should say, this week. Cool. Thank you for that, Steve. Man, where do we start? It's another uh, episode. <laughs> We're uh, well into November now. And uh, yeah, we're well into November. You are done hunting, aren't you? It feels so weird, man. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Like I'm at work, and I have the uh, I have the feeling of like, oh, I got to get after it again. But then I'm like, oh, I can't. You're done hunting. You were done hunting before the rut really hit. Yeah, I I, I, I mean, I can still kill a doe. I have a doe tag still. Are mm-hmm. you? Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I don't just to get a little taste. I might. I'm gonna wait. I think till like December. I think so. Yeah. You're gonna look at the temperature like. Eh, fuck that. No, I won't. I'll, the thing is, like, I've, I've shot a doe and I got two bucks, so I don't need. It's not like I'm hurting for meat. Yeah, you know. So, and I don't want to go out now and like and shoot a doe on, on the lease. You know what I mean? When yeah. it's rut. Yeah, when it's rut, yeah, and then like shit. my dad's still chasing. Yeah, and so like I'm not gonna go there and shoot a hot doe. Yeah, for sure. Or something. You know what I mean? So I, I'm kind of just gonna enjoy it. I won't ever get to kick back and enjoy the weather. Well, what if you, what if you knew you weren't going to get that lease again? Would you go there and shoot out, no? 
No, I no. <laughs> no, that's not really <laughs> the not point. It. It's, right, not it's, the, a, it's a joke. I know you're not going to ruin it for the next guy. But so you did get a really, really good buck down. Yeah, it was. Uh, so by the time we're recording this, so we just recorded in podcast land for listeners out there. We just recorded Steve's first buck episode, which was last week's episode. And then we're we're all here, and it's hunting camp. Uh, it's a Thursday night. We got Friday off. So I killed my buck still the same week, really. I shot yeah. him on Sunday night. So uh, I guess I shot my first buck this year on the 20th, an eight-point. Uh-huh. Um, it was a Saturday morning. And then I shot my second buck. In Illinois, you're allowed two bucks with a bow, um, <laughs> for the record, <laughs> uh, either sex tag. And some confusion there. Yeah, there. That's yeah. There has been some, some confusion, but yeah, Illinois is a two buck state for residents with a bow, and I can kill one with a bow, and one with a gun too, if I wanted. But I don't gun hunt anymore, so um, I so, killed my second buck on Sunday afternoon this last Sunday. So you went Saturday morning, Sunday afternoon, but not like back to back. But that's how you did kills, it this buck season. Kills. Yeah. Yes, I killed one on a Saturday morning. I killed one on a Sunday afternoon, which would have been Sunday was the fourth, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Was. Sunday yeah. was the November fourth, twenty eighteen. Yeah. yeah. A yeah. week before your rutcation started. Yeah. yeah. It was on Waylon's birthday. <laughs> yeah, on Tank's son's birthday. So yeah, way to go. Well, that's you know. Yeah. yeah. What happened? Like, it's been around. raining like crazy this season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it has been. It's. It seems like it's all it has done is rain. We've had one good weekend, which was the weekend I killed my buck, October twentieth. That was a dry weekend. If it's not raining, it's windy as shit. Yeah, that's what it seems like. But we've it's had been, cold weather in October. It's been awesome. I it, mean, it, the really, weather, we can't complain. The temperatures have been good. Yeah. Opening weekend always sucks. We know that's nothing new. Like, we're like, oh, it's hot. Ugh, yeah. Everyone t- complains. Yeah, yeah, but the second week, it seemed like that cold front <laughs> came in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Was it second or third week? It would have been it second, second week, right? Second. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Wait, because that it third week, though, was slamming. Because that was the week you were like, yeah, everybody needs to be out here. Yeah, but the weekend I killed my first buck this season wasn't that. It wasn't like it was cold. No. It was about average. What we're used to is like 70 degree days. The past couple seasons feels like it's been hot in October. Yeah. Some 80 80 degree days. And we got lucky with some. uh, Some cold, cooler temperatures and everything. Definitely some awesome cold fronts that came through. It's been good. Like I'm, I've been fat for like most of all of my deer hunting career, but it's like it's just nice that. Couple of these days, you know, a couple of the, the early days was like, all right, sweet, I'm not sweating. There's no, th- dude, the bugs have not been a factor this year. Uh, Maybe that first day. I was a opening day. I had my. Uh, it was like a Monday or Tuesday. Out. That was working second shift, so I wasn't was able Monday. to get out. I would say that was when you killed your coyote. Yeah, I killed a coyote oh, yeah. my first day out. Yeah. Which is awesome. The rituals t- been eating them up. Killed the coyote my first day out, and then like the October sixth or seventh, I shot a doe. Then October twentieth, I shot my first buck this year, good eight pointer. That then, one's. I'm doing a year. Well, I'm doing a European mount on that one for the record for people that like are like curious. What are you doing? What are you doing? Then I'm doing a nice skull mount on him. I think he'll look really awesome. Um, good, probably low one thirties as an eight, one thirty as an eight pointer. I'm thinking. Yep. Um, he's gonna look real, real good on the wall. And then so, I killed that buck. Was super excited. And I'm just got another buck tag, so back on the grind. Kills one. When you kill one early like that, you're like, okay, I have an opportunity to buck out, right. which is cool. And because uh, you know the best hunting is yet to come, you know you got, yeah. you got better yeah. hunting on the way. So uh, this, I got a stand. I end up hanging a stand in a spot that's 
only good on a south wind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've noticed I hung a camera there at the same spot, and I noticed that deer are only there, a cell cam, deer are only there on south winds. They don't move in there on north winds. Reason being, there's a hard ridge there with some ravines, and it's like a, it's like a terrain feature that pinches them in around a creek. And that's beneficial because on the south wind, they go in there, they smell everything that's could be a danger to them of where they're going or what can get to them that they can't see yeah, well yep. not everything everything to the north of the, yeah yeah but <laughs> what they think which is yeah. good yeah. everything to the north of them is like it's like a hard bluff and for something to get to them it'd have to go through the creek and then up a bluff yep. so it's kind of one of those things i overlooked and then i found it and i'm like oh shit this looks like a really good spot so what happened is i hung this stand and I put a cell cam up, and then in the south wind, I should have stuck with my game plan. And last year I talked about this on my season. Like, I let my indecisiveness and my just anxiety and kind of like a little bit of bow hunting drive where I need to be everywhere I can as much as possible. And I didn't go to that spot. And I went to another spot, which is still a good spot. I still shot, I saw an okay eight-pointer. I think it was an old buck, just not a big rack on him. Mm-hmm. And then I checked my cell cam about 5.30. I got a good buck on camera. That goes right <laughs> by where I hung that stand. And I'm like, I, I was like really bothered by it. Like I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? I called you. I'm like, God damn it. I called my dad. Yeah. God damn it. Why did I not just stick with my game plan? I didn't stick with my game plan. If I did, I'd be sitting behind that buck. So this was, oh man, what, what day this was it? last Saturday night. It would have yeah. been the third. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because. Yeah, I'm trying to uh, put the pieces together as you're telling me. Continue. Yeah, so it's Saturday the 3rd. I'm on my way home. I'm like, damn it. Why did I not just stick with my game plan? And that's something you just need to do, especially the south wind. I was like, fine, that stand's still there. Every south wind, I'm sitting there because that's going to be a good spot. Like, I had the game plan. I just didn't listen to myself. Uh Like, I had it laid out. Everybody does it. Everybody does it. But I think I'm worse. I'm bad with it. I am really bad. <laughs> you even said that, Dad. You're like, you're, you are bad at that. Like, you don't stick to your fucking game plan. Yeah. And I know that's, like, my flaw, but I'm working on it. You're right? like, yeah, dude, I hung this stand. It's great. <laughs> but, but and then you're like, this, yeah, I, I hunted that stand. I fucking moved that stand. <laughs> but but I, I hunted that stand Saturday morning and didn't see a thing. So you get out, and you're like, well, I'm going to switch it up. So I sat somewhere else in the afternoon. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, yeah. you're, you just try to, like, freshen yourself up, freshen the scenery, freshen uh, where right. you go. Don't overpressure a spot. You know the whole deal. So... I did that, went to another spot. Well, then it starts raining Saturday night. And we come back to my house, and we had, like, a little preview party for our latest Carbon episode. Yep. All the boys were over, and I'm showing everyone that trail cam picture, and I'm like, I was like, all right, I'm going to – big shout-out Austin Chandler. He's the man. He's like, hey, it's supposed to rain all day, all morning, all night, all morning, sleep in. And maybe going after that deer, I was kind of going to the gameplay. And that's how I was saying when we were over. I'm like, all right, I'm going to sleep in tomorrow. We stayed up and drank and just had a good time. I'm like, all right, I'm going to sleep <laughs> in the morning. Austin <laughs> is the, uh, by the way, Austin is the official head coach of Illinois deer hunting. Yeah, I, like I'll that vote dude, him that. That dude's, that dude's head coach. Um, uh, that, anyway, I don't, that dude, yeah. So how do I go on? It rains all night. Rains in the morning. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm gonna sleep in. It seems like a good plan. Wind still south, south variant. It's a uh, southeast. No, it's southwest ish. Because I remember the way it was blowing. It was uh 
the way the creek curved, it was like right on the hard creek curve on the bluff, so it was like absolutely perfect. Excuse me, hold on. I thought right I had there? to sneeze, but I didn't have to. Did All you right. survive? Yeah, I made it out. Say pineapple before you sneeze. I thought it was a southwest wind. Maybe I'm wrong, but it, it see, I, I'm pretty sure it was. So I go in, I slip in. It's I knew where the wind was going. I knew this if this deer was in there, he was going to be better. It's like this really long strip of timber that's to the north of me. So I go in, I park my truck along this field, and normally what I would have done was drive my truck along the field around that strip of timber and then parked over there like, if a deer's in there, he's not going to get spooked as bad by my truck. Yep. But the wind, I knew if I got out there and walked, my wind, he'd smell my wind from his bed and maybe not do what he would have done naturally. Yep. So I parked way out, got out of my truck, sprayed down. I'm fresh showered, fresh ozone, fresh sprayed down. And then I'm like, cool. It just gives you that like extra layer of confidence. <laughs> <You're> like, cool. <laughs> well, you know what I mean, though? It yeah, just no, gives you dude. that like, all right, I feel good. Let's yeah, go. I'm like, yeah. I had time to get ready because I didn't hunt oh, in the morning. Dude, I've been using that, that that scent crusher, that field spray on like all my musty work clothes. Dude, it works like a fucking charm. Yeah. So I spray down. Go to hell, Steve. I, go, I spray <laughs> down. Saying, dude, <laughs> Thank you for that. Great. <laughs> Pull in. And I'm, I'm like way out. I'll get if you just looked at it. Like, why'd you park way the hell over there? Like uh-huh. that seems unnecessary. But I didn't want him to smell my truck or hear me shut the door. Or like yep. I didn't want to alter if the deer was in there his pattern in any way. So I parked this truck, my truck over there. I get out, spray down, get everything ready. I go through this muddy ass cornfield, and it's kind of like a drop down where the timber is. And I cut all the way around, like <sighs> excessive a little. So how long was this walk from your truck? How far away did you park? A block. <laughs> well, I mean, like yards wise. I mean, if you had to guess, like how far away from your stand as a crow flies, I know you walk half a mile, way. mile, three quarter mile. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't really know. It's it's hard to explain. From where I thought he was bedding, a long way. From where my okay. stand is as a crow flies. A half mile, maybe a little further. Okay. Yeah, but right, when you right, look yeah. at it, it's like, well, that's excessive. Why would you walk through there? But you're just, yeah. okay. No, I was yeah. walking way the hell up from the you timber. You can never be too paranoid. Yeah. So I did that just thinking, like, hey, my game plan might come together. The deer, no way he could have seen me or smelled me. It was that far away. If right, that's yeah, where okay. he was bedded. All right. That's, yeah, so that's, anyway, that's fair. my stand is on this, uh, it's on this ridge between two steep draws. And so what I did is I got in there. Everything's wet. So, because it's rained. It just did nothing but rain. Everything's saturated. Nothing's crunching. So I'm like, just go in and be quiet as fuck. Like, take your time. Yep. Look around. Don't just walk into the stand and get to your stand and get in the tree because you feel like you just need to get in there. So it took my time. And once I hit the timber, I don't know how far that ridge is. Maybe 80 yards from the timber line to where my stand is on that creek edge. And I probably took 25, 30 minutes to get in there, just really quiet. Yep. Because it's not going to hurt nothing. No. My no. wind was pretty damn good. Um, so I got in there, get in my stand, and I'm sitting in there. I got my rattle on antlers, all that shit. And my wind's good. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, well, I want to call because I know that buck's in there. I'm like, think about rattling. I'm like, no, don't rattle. Like, what do you do? Like, I, yeah. I like literally was like talking shit self into, my, into myself. Like, don't do that. Don't, yeah. don't do that. Like, don't rattle for three and a half hours, <laughs> whoever hunts the property next to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah we'll, let's, let's talk about that after my story. <laughs> so, like, I'm sitting in the tree like, I want to rattle, right? It's that time of year. I'm like, I have the like the urge to rattle. But I'm sitting there. I'm yeah. like, well, don't rattle. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because if he's in here, if he's not feeling that, you're going to alter like what he way he might naturally move. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if I'm well, sitting there going, well, you know going, he's going through there. You've, yeah. You've got pictures. Well, the thing is, like, it's rare that you a big buck does that twice. So I yeah. was like, he just did it at random. He's not going to do it again. So I go in there and I'm like, don't rattle because if you do, he might be like, fuck that. I, I, that's bullshit. I'm going to go this way. He's yeah. like, I've been down there, you know, before. Eh. And I didn't want to grunt. I felt like it. I really wanted to. And I expected to come up on the ridge on that knoll. And I was north of that ridge where I thought he'd be. So I'm sitting there, I don't know, 45 minutes or so. And I hear like a big crack, like someone just like threw a log down. And I look out to my right, how my stand it would have been like to my northwest which is north, so he's good. Eventually, he would be downwind. I look down, and I see a buck standing down there in the bottom, and he's, like, jacking around with his antlers on something. I don't know if he snapped a branch, and that's what I heard, or he, like, kicked up a log or something, but it was loud. And I look down, and I see this big-bodied buck standing down this bottom, and I range him. It's 55 yards, and he's wide open. And I'm like, <laughs> man, I could shoot him. Like, I don't know what he's going to do. There's a, He hasn't made it to the creek yet where the creek isn't funneling him to where I, what I want him to do. Like, at this point, he could do anything. Can you not tell how big he is yet? I'm looking at him through my range finder. I'm like, I didn't even think twice about it. I'm like, he's a big deer. And I'm like, I'm almost positive that's the deer I have the picture of. Oh, fuck. All right. So, so, so this is happening quick. Well, I see this deer. This deer is yeah. not moving fast. Oh, okay, but he's, like when, when you when I'm you watching him, yeah. him at 55 yards, and I'm going, I rolled my dial to 55, and I'm sitting there and I'm looking at him. <laughs> That's a lucky number, dude. Well, I'm sitting there and I'm like, how nervous am I? And I was pretty calm, and but he was just chilling there. And I'm like, he's gonna move anyway. I, I waited a few minutes to see what he'd do, and he just stood there. I'm like, I could shoot him, but don't do it because nothing goes right shooting a mature buck at 55 yards. Nope. That's so I'm awesome. chilling there, and I'm like, all right. And he stands there and stands there and stands there. Watching a buck do <clears throat> buck things, and this might sound weird, but you guys got to hear me out. Most times that people see a buck, unless you've honed in on one like this, he's either feeding somewhere, which is not like in his element. He's doing he's doing something. He's feeding. Or he's chasing a doe, or he's cruising for a doe. It's very rare, and I think this, like, thinking back, this is the first time I've ever just watched a big, mature, like, five-and-a-half-year-old do what they do in the woods at their leisure as they're moving. Yeah. It's kind of wild to think about, yeah. Because if you think about it, every time that you've shot a big buck or seen a big buck, there there's something on their agenda almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah, they're yeah. going to do something. Feeding, chasing a doe, cruising for a doe, making a scrape. Like, they're... They never, you never see them casually. Not, I'm, I'm talking about the average guy. It's rare when yeah. you see them casually doing big buck things in their comfort zone. So yeah. I, I remember, and not, not to take away from your story, but I remember me and you were watching Midwest Whitetail. It was, it was the, the season like last year, Bill Linky. And I remember we were sitting there watching, and uh, the, the video clip that he had was this, this really big buck just bed down. It was a big buck, and I remember you just going, "Holy shit!" Yeah, it's like one of those and situations. Like, so my my inexperience was like, oh, a "Fucking deer just bedded yeah. down," but it was like, you know, just thinking about that. It's like, how often are you ever going to see a big buck? Well, you don't watch do like, like mature that. five and a half year old deer like in their element do their yeah. thing like un where they don't know you're there. It's like normally yeah. they've already caught you if they're like casual or they're doing whatever, and uh, so. He's doing his thing. 
What, what are you thinking at this point? Are you like, oh, shit, I got him now. Fuck no. That <laughs> never <laughs> once crossed my mind. You don't ever think that. As soon as you think that, you're fucked already. But you're just you're just like, okay, yep. he's just doing what he's doing. He's at doing. 55 yards still. He could turn around and go the other way because he thinks he smells me or sees me. Gotcha. That's, just as soon as you to. think that, you've already lost a deer. Huh? And on a five-and-a-half-year-old buck, you're, you've already lost. To think I've got him now at 55 yards away when he could go anywhere in the timber is the, the fucking wrong thing to think, son. <laughs> so I'm watching him, and I'm like, okay. Well, he moves forward, and he's the – and you would think, like, now getting into the – like, November 4th, he'd be doing, like, ruddy things. He, I mean, maybe he kind of was. Like, he, pit, I watched him piss on his tarsal glands. Yeah. But it wasn't like he was in a hurry. I watched this buck for – 15 20 minutes Oof. he walked forward through the brush and i'm talking like he took he walked 15 20 yards and he stood there and he stood there for five minutes each time he'd stop and he would like lick his ass he'd scratch his back with his rack he'd like look around maybe mess around with his antlers and his tarsal glands on a on a limb then he'd walk forward a little more. Then he gets to the point where now he's at 40 yards. Have you ever seen uh, a mature buck do this before? This no, is I just, time. like what I said, it's like I never yeah. get to, you never get to watch this. Yeah, so this is like wild to you. You're like, well, I'm, shit. So a lot of people, I'm like, I, I remember in my head, I can either let this situation eat me alive and shake me up, or I can use this circumstance to watch this and learn, or I can tell myself, which I did that, or I can be... Like, my inner monologue is like, stay calm. Like, you don't have to freak out. This deer doesn't know you're here. Just chill. My concern was, which is why I thought about shooting him at 55, and then to this point in my story, he's at 40, and I got a pocket at 40. And the reason why I'm considering these shots is because this deer is going downwind of me. Mm. But I'm up high, and he's down in the low spot towards the creek. So when he's at 40, he walks forward a little more, and he stops. And when I'm saying, like, he stops, like, he stops and he's still just chilling there. And he's looking around. And it's to the point where you ever, like, look at a deer and he stops. And you're looking where he's at. And then the deer, like, disappears. But you know he didn't walk out. And you're, like, trying to adjust your eyes. Like, oh, okay, I found him again. Like, that's how still this deer was. (laughs) So at this point. They have to know they can do that, though. Dude, it's amazing. You know what I mean? They have to know that if they stand super still, they just disappear. They're just just, fucking octopus. They're just tuned in. Like, a lot of people say, like, does are smartest things in the woods. Yeah, I agree. To a point. Does are more, like, out in the open aware. Like, I'm smart, bitch. What? Bucks are like, you're not going to know. I'm not going to let you know how smart I am. You know what I mean? Because if I would have spooked this buck, I know he would have slipped out without blowing. I know I wouldn't have known that he jumped. He wouldn't run off with his tail up. He was going to sneak out of there and dip off. And I never would have known. So like, if I wouldn't have been paying attention, if you wouldn't have made that one big crack, I could have missed this deer altogether. Like I would maybe not even know he was there, but at four, he gets to 40 yards. And I have a pocket and I'm like, okay, he's getting ready to cut my wind. I'm scared, but he's in the lower spot to the Creek. It's getting to the point where I'm like, is he going to cross the creek right there? Or is he going to go to the north and go around the creek where the bend is? I'm like, well, in my head, this is my inner monologue. I'm like, he's not going to go through the creek right there because it's like a hard drop off. That seems like a pain in the ass yeah. for him. Yeah. And he's getting to the point where he starts turning towards me. So now he's 30 yards, but I can't shoot him. Maybe, maybe a little further coming to me. Mm. So now I've decided, is he going to go in front of my stand to the right? 
Or am I going to have to spin around the other way of the tree and shoot, which I have an opening. And that is where the hard pinch is between the creek and me and where the hill comes up to the ridge, which there is a path there. (laughs) I'm watching him come in. I'm like, all right. And so I'm worried about this deer catching my wind. So he's he's at this point, he's straight down wind coming to me. And I realize he's going behind my tree. So I have to spin around and shoot him. It'd be on, if I'm sitting in the tree, it's on my left side of the tree. Yeah. So I had my face mask over my mouth mm-hmm. the whole time to try and like stop my breath scent. Yeah. I didn't want him to catch wind of my breath. Shoot, shoot that gum, bro. So I still had my face mask on yeah. and I find out which way he's going. So I spin and draw because it's like. Big bucks, you take your opportunity. I draw, but my face mask is still on. I have too thick of a face mask to anchor. So I'm full draw. I yank my face mask down with my release hand while I'm at full draw. And then he's underneath me at 17 yards. And I go, like a squirrel to try and get him to stop. Doesn't hear me. Mm. So I go, a little loud. Because he was so close, I didn't want to go, because I knew he'd scatter. And he stopped for like a split second. I squeezed through. And I'm not shitting you. It was the loudest pop I've ever heard of an arrow. It was like, I'm going to try and do this up, killing the mic here. It just like sounded like someone shot a Mylar balloon. And to me, the shot looked a little far back, but he ran. He took off. He ran the side of the, the ridge, goes down the ravine, comes up the little knoll, and then I lose sight of him and everything's so wet from the rain that I couldn't hear if he crashed or what happened and I'm looking 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 never heard anything so I'm like fuck don't know what to do so I called yeah. called Austin Chandler called my dad I make my round of phone calls <laughs> called Cameron yep and try to call you but you're a piece of shit friend and, oh come uh, on dude I word so um, <laughs> dude I <laughs> I was at we'll, my we'll kid's birthday that. party and I answered <clears throat> I lost my phone in my vehicle if you've oh wow! Ever what a done great that, excuse, bro. If you've ever done that before, you'll have sympathy for me. But if you're a fan of this podcast, the way you uh, you'll use think your phone, biggest... there's no way, dude. I, anyway, we're not talking about you losing your phone. This ain't about me. This ain't about me. This is about Kurt shooting. So the I lose sight button. of him, and I'm like, "Fuck!" Well, I hit him far back. I was like, "But I heard that pop." I was like, "The diaphragm or lungs?" But to me, it looked like liver. I didn't think it was far back and like gut. So. There's more rain coming. Mm-hmm. I call Austin. He's like, Austin's hunting, I don't know, 30 minutes west of where I am. And I'm like, he's a, well, dude, he's like, it's downpouring here. Like, it's coming your way. Yep. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck. Right in the storm. What do you out. do? Yeah. I would say, when you called me, I told you that. I was like, man, it just got done downpouring. I'm like, you got to do something. <laughs> so... I sat there for a little bit, kind of gathered myself, strapped everything back in my pack, get down, and everything's so silent. My wind's perfect. Like This deer didn't smell me after I shot him. He's not downwind to me now. The wind's still perfect, blowing over that creek. I shot him downwind, straight up downwind. Mm-hmm. Like, no bullshit, straight up downwind I shot this deer. And so I get down, grab my arrow, pass through. I knew it passed through him. Blood all over right where I shot him. And I'm calling, even though like I know, like I'm calling my buddies for like advice, like reassurance. And I'm like, well, if it was gut, I wouldn't have blood here right away. 
Right. And it wouldn't be this bright, pretty blood that you like to see. My arrow didn't smell like shit. Yeah. It was. It had chunks on it, but not like shit chunks. I was like, ah, it looks like liver to me, kind of. But yeah, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't liver blood. Yeah. It was like bright, good blood that you want. So. And kind of explain to me, because if you listen to uh, the podcast last week, I didn't find blood right away when I shot this deer. The deer before I did, uh, there was blood right away with the arrow. Um, what, what is the reason why you're finding blood? Is it the where yeah, my it arrow entered? just zip straight through them? Which as your buck, it didn't go straight through them and stick in the ground. Okay, so when it comes straight through, so you're finding that blood on the exit side. Well, I'm finding it. I don't know at this point. Yeah, I'm assuming so, yeah, that's you're where assuming that's where it is. I was also in a tree, and I got a different angle than you. Yeah, so I'm always, I'm always curious about that. You know why you see blood there, but not you know. Well, there could be a lot of reasons. At this point, though, I don't know where I hit him. I knew I hit him a touch back, but I knew it wasn't like smoke. So I didn't see him go down in front of me. He maybe went sixty-five yards. Yeah, to where I lost <laughs> sight of him. So I get down, and I just stand at my arrow for like an hour and 20 minutes. I just sit there, and I'm like, fuck. Jesus. All the leaves are wet, Yeah. so the, the blood doesn't look the way you want it to. It's like bloody water. It's like blood. It's like watery blood, I guess is a better way to explain mm-hmm. it. So things are looking different than you're used to seeing. I'm like, yep. thick, long, good, bright, bubbly lung blood on leaves, on dry leaves. Oh, it, You can't yeah. mistake that. But it's yeah. not happening on water because it's just... Mixing different. So, and it was weird because he was on like a steep ridge the way he yep. ran, and I could see this deer like tucking the ridge like he was in a hurry to get the fuck out of there. So I stand in, I make some phone calls, I'm like asking advice. I'm like, oh fuck, I don't know what to do. <clears throat> so I give an hour and like 20 minutes, whatever, whatever it was, and I go to where the ravine flattens out, the first ravine. I'm like, looking, there's blood there, but not like, oh yeah, this deer's dead blood. It's quiet enough, and I got my. I called my dad. He gave me a rain. He's like, "You got rain coming in like thirty minutes, like downpour." I'm like, oh great, you know. Yeah. So, I get across that ravine a little bit, and I got my binos on me. I got my bow. I got my release. I got my rangefinder. Everything I need to put another arrow in a deer if needed. And I get up to where the ravine flattens out, and I'm almost to the point where I lose sight of him, and the blood starts to pick up. It's starting to look like, oh, okay, this blood looks good. Mm-hmm. So I get to the point where I can sort of see into where he went, and I'm at the point where I lost sight of him. So I'm scanning with my binos, and man, I'm telling you, if you don't use it, if you don't actively use a pair of binos, you need to invest and like start at two hundred dollars and work your way up from there. My Nikon's not hashtag not a sponsor have saved my ass more on finding deer and finding sheds. More than you would ever believe, and save you walking. And I'm scanning this area, nothing, and it's starting to get kind of dark. I'm scanning, I'm scanning, I'm scanning. <laughs> the rain's coming in. Not oh, at this is it point. Getting dark. Uh, that, it's starting to get dark. Like I'm losing light. Like it's going to oh, get dark. F- okay, yeah. So I'm scanning, I'm scanning. I see a bunch of branches. See a bunch of branches, and I look in. I'm like, who? And I thought I seen tines, and I'm like, oh shit. And I look up, and I'm like, oh shit. And look, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> oh, there, that's him. Like, I could see his right side of his rack sticking up, but to me, it looked like a weird ass angle. I'm like, fuck, he's bedded. Yeah. So, what I did was on the knoll I was on, it's like an old log road. 
I slipped up super quiet. I have an arrow knocked and everything. I slipped up super quiet up the log road a little bit, trying to keep track of where he was. I went like two foot, scan, make sure I could still see his antlers. Two foot, scan, make sure I can still see his antlers. Get up on the log road to the point where I can see his body. But his body is like laying on a log. I'm like, fuck, he might be bedded because he's belly down. And so he looks upright. He looks upright, kind of. So I see him. I see his body. I get to the point where I can see his body. So I'm coming downhill at him now. And I have an arrow knocked. I'm sneaking up on him, like getting ready to draw. So I get like 15 yards of him. I still can't really tell. And I grab a stick and whip it at him and hit his back, and he didn't move. So I was like, oh, oh, oh man. He's done. <laughs> like, I had that feeling. I, was, I wanted to video my recovery. But I didn't feel. I just didn't know. You weren't. Mm-hmm. You weren't confident. And I knew he's a good chocolate rack, like ten, because I got to watch him come yeah. in for fifteen, twenty minutes, <laughs> right. or whatever. It was. Yeah, you know everything about this deer. Yeah. Who his mama was, who he follows on MySpace. Oh, yeah, you knew everything about him. <laughs> yeah, Zanga. And then I, so I, <laughs> I get up on him, and I'm like, oh shit! Like I didn't like. I got less emotional than my first one, but it was almost because I couldn't believe it. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? <clears throat> it's crazy. It's unbelievable. Which you know, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Now that we'll bring up. I still have not seen those uh, the videos of the first one. Oh yeah. When you guys play them, anyway. Like, so yeah. I get them, and I what I did, I'm like, well, the shot was far back, and I posted the picture on like our Insta story of the shot. Look far back. I rolled them over. It's right behind the shoulder. He was. So what happened was when I went to st- and I was in the zone, when I went to stop him, and he hopped over. There's a little log there, and he didn't hear me. Well, by the time I got to shoot him, when he did stop, I think he had moved to where he was quartering away more than I realized because I just was keeping it my pen on him. Mm-hmm. And then when he stopped, I put my arrow through him, not realizing he was quartering more than I expected, quartering yeah. away. And my arrow went in back and came out right behind the shoulder. And absolutely, he probably went 80 yards total. Yeah. 80, yeah. maybe, <clears throat> I'd, be, I'd be surprised if it was 90 yards. Yeah. But, I mean, when a deer's trucking, I mean, you're talking about seconds. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It took him 12 seconds to get to where he died. Yeah. It's just wild to think about. Everyone's like, oh, I killed him within 40 yards. But it's like, dude, if he still killed that deer within, like, 200 yards, 300 yards, like, that's still If they're feet. trucking. If yeah. They're, yeah, if they're, they're, they're booking it because how fast how fast do you think a deer can move? Well, over 40 miles an hour. 50 fast, miles an hour. Fast, they're, they're, they're moving. But, yeah, for him being what? however close he said so yeah he's he's done yeah so i couldn't believe it i had some ground growth um he's just a beautiful really? 10 pointer uh i knew he's big um he's he's almost touching that 150 mark i thought he was 160 all day chandler solomon person he's like 158 159 it's one of those deer that carries his frame huge like yep. those photos we took we took photos at <laughs> night and cameron yeah. took photos with me the next day there's no like photo magic where I'm like sitting way behind him. Like he just no. carries his frame big. Yeah, you're not taking a Steve Deer picture. Yeah, we're not taking. Yeah, we're not <laughs> taking pictures of four corns. But he just uh, his mask just wasn't there. But the, and thing is, guys, like, some of the guys that came over, great dudes, and like, hey, what does that measure? Let's measure it. Let's measure it. And I was like, I don't even want to measure him really. I don't want to no. put a number on him because I don't want to be like, dude. I was so stoked. He's the second biggest buck I've ever shot. I think he's my prettiest deer I've ever shot. He's one of the biggest body deer I've ever shot. He was 280 pounds, um, which is insane. That was dressed. That's 220 pounds bigger than the first deer I shot this year. That live weight 280. Oh, that was live weight? Yeah, live weight 280. Oh, you added. How how big was that doe that you shot last year? Uh, I don't remember. I don't care really. I don't remember. You you shot some big body deer. (laughs) So I get (laughs) it, dude. (laughs) I get them out. So I had to get some help. 
I gutted them in the dark for myself. That's what started downpouring on me. So yeah. what happened was I had to wait for help, and there's no way I was getting them out. So I cleaned them in the dark, and it starts to rain. It was like a dramatic scene. <laughs> I might clean them in the dark. It's like downpouring on me. Well, I, I clean them. I can hear coyotes how I'm cleaning them. I'm like, well, I got to go and like get help to help me get this thing out of here. It might be an hour or two. Well, I don't know what to do because I don't want coyotes to get them. So I tagged him up. I, I tagged him up before I gutted him. And then what I did is I put my pat. I propped his head up against a tree. So when he did get rigor mortis, I could still take photos with him. I put my pack underneath his head, and I took my elite camo hoodie off and draped it over like where the mount oh, cape would be. And I've already had him gutted, so I have his guts like 10 yards away. So I had human scent all over him, and it starts downpouring. I'm like, if coyotes get him, they're going to get that gut pile first. Yeah, so, yeah, for sure. Soft so you hear that, first. Dan Matthews? Yeah. We need some new elite hoodies. Hey, you know I'm talking to you. So anyway, we get him out of there, and oh uh, man, we went home. The rain stopped, and oh, I can't even believe it, man. He's a beautiful Dude. buck. Celebrated, and when you called me and you were telling me about the shot, and you were like, "Man, I just heard a pop, and it looked far back." I was like, "Well, do you smell gut?" And you're like, "No." I'm like, "There's no way that deer is alive. There's yeah. absolutely no way." I knew no matter what he was going to be done, but I just was worried about the rain and the time frame oh, being yeah, like a sure. Sunday night. And well, of course, it's got to be dramatic. It can't just be like, oh, yeah, it was clear yeah. and uh-huh. everything was easy. So that was your first day of rutcation anyway, right? Or were you taking that Monday off anyway? No. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was originally supposed to take Thursday, Friday off, which would have been, um, what's today? Uh, fucking Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. So it would have a week the ago The 8th yesterday. and 9th is, was, was supposed to be my rutcation, but yeah. I shot this buck on Sunday the 4th. And so what I did was I was up late. By the time I got home and settled down there, I didn't go to bed till 2.30 in the morning. So I took Monday off. I emailed them to work. I'm like, hey, I'm going to take a day of vacation on Monday instead of Thursday, and then I won't be in Friday. And we went in, and uh, Cameron had the week off for vacation, and we're, we're still in our rutcation. So he helped me get him down. We took some photos. We went to Loker Taxidermy, uh, butchered him up, caped him out. Um, got him going, getting him mounted, and there we go. That's a wrap. Damn. I'm stoked, man. I've never yeah. been done this early, and I don't know what to do with my hands. So why don't you uh, go to, like, uh, Indiana or another state like Wisconsin and go kill another buck? I don't have any vacation days. Hey, go on a weekend. Fuck it. <sighs> nah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I Bro. would like to, but... D- this Tell Brady this Miller. Season. Brady Miller's got thousands of deer on his farm. Be like, hey, I'm coming up Friday night. I'm gonna kill on Saturday. Uh, drink beer on Saturday night and head out Sunday. Listen, I'm kind of the point where I'm like, I'm good. There you I don't get. need to kill another whitetail this year. I've killed three. How's it feel? Amazing. Feels good. Fuck yeah, it does. No <laughs> pressure at what all. What are you gonna do now? Are you gonna videotape? Yeah, I'm gonna film Papa Dave. Hopefully. Hopefully this weekend, if not for sure, like in the in the future, I'm gonna try and see if Sam wants to get out and Ooh. try and put an arrow on one Saturday afternoon. Dude, what if Sam puts an arrow in a 180? I'd be stoked, dude. How fucking dope would that be? Yeah, we're gonna try. <laughs> I got a ground blind all brushed in for. We're gonna see if we can't make something happen. Have you hunted that ground blind yet this year? Nope. Hung. I set it up Saturday and killed my buck Sunday afternoon. <laughs> Fuck! Look at this thinking man. He's like, I'm gonna. That's how, you know, Kurt knew he was going to get it done. He's like, I'm going to set this up Saturday, so when I kill Sunday, I ain't going to have to do shit until I got to bring her out to hunt. What's funny is, like, my big thing is if you're not confident, things aren't going to work out for you. So, like, I kind of have Bullshit. I was not confident, and I got laid once. Oh, God. Yeah, once. That's the thing. Like, if you're confident, you get laid a lot more. 
Maybe I do. Maybe I'm just my point being is like, so Saturday night we had that carbon show, and I was telling the guys about the story. I'm like, I'm gonna go. Uh, I was like, all right, you guys gotta get the fuck out of my house. I'm going to bed. I'm gonna go out and kill that buck tomorrow. <laughs> uh, yeah. I called Austin Chandler on the way down to the property, and I was like, hey, I'm going in to kill that buck. I'm uh, hopefully you're available because I might need help. And I called him and tried to shot it. He's like, you motherfucker, you called it. Dude, so it's always funny like how, how Doug Hood's like, you pointed at your home run before you hit it. Dude. So we like there, there is something. Uh, and we, we, we joked about luck of the podcast, which we haven't done a whole hell of a lot of this year. Like the luck of the podcast is fucking real. It's just, everybody needs to know that. When I told you you were going to kill that buck, you told me let's double up this weekend. We did. Uh, Doug Schmidt, porn stash Doug, makes eerie predictions. Maybe next week you'll hear about an eerie prediction. But he's Dude, always like, didn't he predict your buck? I don't know. Was we'll that have what to wait. About? We'll have to wait. Maybe. But did he not? He didn't predict my buck out, did he? Mm. Oh, I don't know. We got to go review footage. Hey, if, well, uh, so uh, you were uh, never brought up when we were making predictions because you'd already shot your buck. I know he said you're you're gonna buck out before. I we, I don't know if we were recording though. Yeah. He Doug's predictions have been over the past two years. <laughs> fucking Weird. freaky, dude. It's like he's Ms. like Cleo. Ms. Yeah, Miss Cleo, dude. He he is um he has called a couple of them. he called your buck he. I think he called called me shooting a buck, uh, and it's just it, ugh, dude. It's fucking freaky. The dude but knows it's weird. When I said you were gonna shoot a buck, it happened. You told us, it, dude. It just it, it. I don't know. I'm the not gonna is, say. I'm like, not gonna say we are supernatural, but uh, we're the shit, dude. We know what's going on. There's something about we're it. We're the shit. <laughs> we're the Anunnaki. Also, the difference right. is like. Excluding you, we hunt a lot, so yeah. something's got to give eventually. Bro, I'm just yeah. saying, Doug is <coughs> Doug Schmidt. Porn no, there's Doug. something there. There's, I'm not denying that. There is sure. something there. How weird is that? Uh, somebody go back and find out if Doug called Kurt's. Uh, I don't Kurt's think he was recorded, out. man. Find out if it is. Uh, if you can find out, we'll send you some stickers. The Douglas should probably know. The Douglas. Well, do we? Did I miss anything? I got him out. Celebrated. <laughs> I'm tagged out. Yeah, you're tagged out. Hey, Started buddy. drinking. If I had more vacation time, I'd be uh, I'd be going out and trying to kill another like <laughs> another one in states. another state. But like, <laughs> I just I don't know, man. I don't have any vacation time. I'm safe. What the, what sick days I have is going for ATA. You know, I got I got my bucks, man. I'm enjoying my time. I'm not getting greedy. I'm enjoying my my bucked out and can hang with the wife and hang with the friends maybe drink some beers on the weekends get a little more hungover in november than i normally get to work on the house nah fuck that <laughs> yeah fuck that good dude. man like, good fuck man. doing anything <laughs> like yeah don't do shit that you wouldn't do during deer season i'm guiding now i'm a guide i'm a deer tracker and a cameraman kurt hey. guider <coughs> that's clever that's clever. like that <laughs> how come we never thought about that before I don't know. Anyway, should we close her out there? I feel like we're drying oh, up. Dude, what else you got to add, dude? This is your fucking year. This is the first year in your life that you've ever been mm-hmm. tagged out. No, it's mm-hmm. not. No, it's not. And before a rut. I mean, I've tagged out during the rut. Before, I said. Yeah, you just covered your ass. Yeah. <laughs> you like <up>. that? 
Now, uh, Which technically th- it depends on what you call the rut, then, dickbag. Well, yeah, I guess yeah. I guess the <laughs> rut. Yeah, well, hold on. Uh, this is my third time tagging out. The rut yeah. has been over for weeks, according to Facebook. So, yeah. Oh my God. Jesus. They're in lockdown in October second. Yeah. 2nd. yeah. <laughs> That's why I shot mine over a freaking bean field. They run yeah. it in ice. <laughs> yeah. Not, not that story's coming. They're up. shedding already. Oh, dude, I saw hey, two. You did find a shed. I saw bro. two <laughs> bugs. I saw two bucks fighting in the middle of a cornfield. Like, wait, dude, the corn's only like an inch and a half tall. What the fuck are you talking about, dude? They're still in velvet. <laughs> did I forget anything? I They're like rubbing nubs. Your freaking your story was like just clean. I mean, there was nothing, no complications. You just went in there and you did it. Like everybody dreams. Yeah, man. That's why I think it was hard to like wrap my head around it. Yeah. Like the first book this year got really emotional because I was like, he came in, I shot him, he went down right in front of my face. Yeah. I came over <laughs> when you had brag, that, that buck in the back and you just were like, yep, yeah, man, there he is. He's hey, like, here's a beer. He is, boy. And I was like, fucking A, bro. I did get pretty emotional like when I walked up on him, but like it was like a, uh, it was more of like a, oh my gosh. Yeah. It just is rather than like yeah. a like a like a, a teary emotional. Yeah, you're right. It was like an it's overwhelming different. like excitement. <laughs> oh hey, I know, I know something you forgot. Uh, you and Tank love Bud Light Orange now for some dude. goddamn reason. Hey, dude. I dude, I kind of embarrassed that I love it so much. Yeah, I I remember you, you when really I was don't need to talk about this. dude when I was coming over yeah. Saturday before we shot that buck. Right? I'm like, hey man, I'm uh, I'm gonna come over. You need me to grab some beer? You're like, right, uh, grab some Bud Light Orange. I go the fuck did you just say in my ear and you go hear me out me and tank practiced on monday and we were drinking this and it was embarrassing how why? much we liked it why did we do it pick up some bud light know. orange who i who saw him decide it it was me i, I saw no it was a i did a panic buy uh, so like i was in casey's i'm like ah, grabbed it and just like let's try this fuck it oh that's right yeah i just grabbed it i don't know why there's like no rhyme or reason yeah. i was just like i don't know i've heard it's good and I'm like, oh, let's just go for it. It's uh, yeah. flavorful. It's yeah, it's it's good. Whatever. I get. I guess. Hey, listen. I can drink it. whatever I want. I'm tagged yeah, out. Because if you enjoy it, well, hey, if you enjoy it, you shoot big deer. Apparently, there's uh, there's a bottle of something right in front of you. Bird dog whiskey. Why don't you take no. a little shot? Uh, no, 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 no. That's too manly. He doesn't. Yeah, get let's that. shit on him a little. I'll, I'll Zima. Say, I, Zima, What's Zima, that? shut up! I will take shit. a, I will take a shot of bird dog if Tank shoots a big buck. Better take a shot of bird dog, son. <laughs> Is foreshadowing? Get... Is that foreshadowing? Is that <laughs> yeah. foreshadowing? Is that? Uh, do I need to take a shot now or next episode? Did you buy bird dun, dog dun, whiskey because your dog's on the bottle? Tank, my dogs are give me that on fucking whiskey. Yeah, give dude, me that. my dog will still steal beer from you. Give me that. That's kind of awesome. All right, don't take a big swig. All right. Shut you up. son of a bitch. Nicole, <laughs> we never drank hen dog, bitch. dude. You guys, you remember that bet that we said we're gonna put that uh, we're gonna hen put dog? that fucking bottle of henny if I shot a buck up there. We still need to celebrate that bottle we're of hen. We dog. need to get a liquor shelf. We do. You could hear him smell them and then smell it, and then drink that. How is it? What kind of whiskey is oh, it? Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, good. Is it's it a good bourbon? Shit. It's not uh, a bourbon. No, it's straight up whiskey. I'm not a bourbon fan, and like half our listeners just like keeled over. Uh, bourbon, you have to make it in like within a county or some shit. Yeah. So oh, yeah, no, that, that is. Um, I'm gonna have a celebration sip. So this is Bird Dog Kentucky Blend whiskey, uh, 80 proof. I'll, I like uh, the bottle. Hey, though. I bet yeah. I bet Doug Hood would still be standing if he <laughs> chugged that. <laughs> I can't say Bottle for Western Creek. Spirits by Three Springs Bottling Company, Bowling Green, Kentucky. 
I'll admit the only reason I bought that was because I have bird dogs. The bottle's pleasing to hold. Hey, you know yeah, what a bird dog it. is in prison? Oh god. Don't tell us. I know. Well, you need to watch more lockup. Um I also tried Famous Grouse. Not a fan of the Famous Grouse. Is it the same people? I think I tried that once. I don't know. Whiskey or bourbon. I My homie owns remember. a uh, whiskey oh, bar. Man. This doesn't, I'm not a whiskey a, guy. A, dude, just, say it's just whiskey. take a sip. I can only drink whiskey in a mixer anymore. Come it on, smells girl. like honey. Yeah, it's yeah. delicious. It's better than it's wild less, turkey. It, dude, it's got a really heavy heavy caramel flavor, which I don't I like in a whiskey. Here you go. Like a curt, fucking white trash chugging. It's not ter- oh, it's not terrible. I'm, it's a twenty dollar bottle of whiskey. I, actually, I don't even think it's. Kurt, that. you chug you so. chug whiskey out of a bottle like every white trash Mac Miller fan. <laughs> I just noticed that. What does that even mean? Not dude, because you're like yum yum yum. Dude, you, you took like three gulps. What? Were you even here, bro? What? I did. I literally <laughs> just watched. I tasted them. it. Yeah. <laughs> Take that. Don't spill it on the mixer. I have some yeah. problems. <laughs> what what do you think of it? Yeah, this podcast sound better. <laughs> we need to find uh, a whiskey that we like. We need a whiskey for us. Yeah, we need a whiskey shelf, man. We can have a whiskey shelf in here. Right here. We need that proper twelve. We can get we can get bird dog proper twelve. I want to get yellow wolf's creek water in here. Oh, look, God, look at that's that. right. I want to find that. All right, then we'll wrap her up. We're yep. talking about whiskeys instead of big bucks. I'm tagged All right, out. Well, congratulations Done. to you, dude. You fucking killed it this year. Thank you, sir. Um, Papa. What's my name? Tank. Steve. Tank, Tank, what's his name? See what the whiskey did to me? Fucking switch roll. Wait, Jesus you thought Christ. I was your son? You wish I was your hey. son. <laughs> God damn it, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I do. Man, I went, hey, I went and helped pull a deer out for a guy yesterday, and I didn't even have to gut it for him. Yeah, say it, Steven. Oh, don't say Steven. <laughs> oh, God, dude, you are the favorite son. Thank say you, it. Thank you, Daddy. Steven? Thank you. Shut the fuck up. Steven. Don't fucking get the fuck out of here. Steven, are you going to go hunting and kill another buck and buck out with me? Yes, daddy. All right. Oh, my God. Oh, why did I say that? Okay. Big shout out. Say, say it, Tank. Say it, Tank. Are you going to buck out with daddy? I'm going to yes, buck daddy. out. Say yes, daddy. Don't do this. You made it so weird. <laughs> I did not. Where did this podcast go? Straight to hell. Yeah. Speaking of hell, check out East Coast Bowhunting Podcast. <laughs> if you're not listening to Working Class Bowhunter, you need to be listening to them. Shout out D-Rock, man. Love you. Go shoot your bow. We're out of this, bitch. You'd think, with four of us spread out on a tiny island, that the task of tagging a whitetail would not be a big thing. But, as I've learned, no matter where I've been, whitetails can be damn tricky. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.